Hi, beautiful friends, and welcome back to Faith Field Woman. This is your host, Kristen, and this is episode two of season two. Super excited for this year. Okay, today we're going to talk about how can we do real life with other people? How can we be real, real, and how can we get friends that we can be that way with? What does the gospel say about it? What do we want to know, and how do we dig in? Hi, beautiful friend, and welcome to Faith Fueled Woman. I want to ask you, are you ready to accept the invitation we've been given to step into the adventure of pursuing God and what He has for us? Hi, I'm Kristen. I am an encourager. I'm a Christian inspirational speaker, author, and podcaster. I help women grow in their faith, purpose, and business so they can have lasting legacy and impact in their homes and in the world. If you want to partner with God to design your life to be less hurried, less stressed, be more excited, and feel alive in your purpose and commitment to God, and your family. This is the podcasting community for you. Your favorite beverage, your prayer journal, and your pen. And let's be encouraged. All right, before we jump in, I just want to let you know that I just came out with a different groupings of encouragement card packs. And one of the card packs I came out with is called Let Us Worship. It's a perfect gift gift for a Christian friend. It could be a pastor or for yourself, but it's basically 30 encouragement cards that you can put on your mirror, on your corkboard on your wall, wherever you want, just to display and you can rotate them to keep you encouraged with scripture. And some of them are just Christian faith-based quotes. But if you're interested, go to kristenfitch.com and then click on shop. Currently, there's a 20% off sale and free shipping. So check those out if you're looking for a thoughtful, encouraging, and faith-filled gift for someone. Okay. So here's the thing. I think two things that I want to talk about today. The first is How do we be real? How can we be real in all the parts of our life, right? In other words, let's not have multiple masks on and we act a different way for different groups. And so one of the, one of the things I'll talk about today is us, right? Our persona and then who we truly are and how do we make sure that that's the same? And then the second thing is how do we do real life with other people? How do we have good friends? How do we nurture that? And so The first thing I'm going to share with you is a quote from um, the Bible that says this about friends. A friend is always loyal and a brother is born to help in time of need. So the first thing is we have to be willing to be opened with the people around us, our close circle. You know, so whether that's your closest friends or closest family or both, maybe it's a, a group, a small group at church. It could be all those things, but we have to be willing to be vulnerable We have to be willing to share our insecurities or maybe our struggles, our trials and our tribulations, because how can other people show up in our lives? How can they hold us up? How can they be there in times of need? How can they be loyal if we don't give them the chance? And some of us might say, well, I can't do that. I don't, I don't want people to know, you know, we don't want to air our dirty laundry. I'm not saying tell the whole world. I'm not saying tell the whole church. What I'm saying is we have to have a couple people that are our confidence, that are our trusted advisors and that are there for us, that we know through thick and thin are there and that they're not going to go spreading gossip, which obviously is not, you know, we're not supposed to be doing, but they're going to keep what we share with them close to the best. They're going to be there for us and they're not going to go spread anything around about us. So that's the first thing. We need a friend that's loyal and that people are there to help us in times of need and us, them, right? We can't get good friendships, loyal friends. We can't have people help us in times of need if we're not reciprocating. The reason is, is if we're not a trusted friend, if we're not 
someone that they know they can rely on, how are they going to want to be that for us? So we need to model the same behavior we're expecting, right? We need to model Christ-like behavior. The second thing is, I love what Lisa Whittle says in one of her books. And she said, it's a, it was Jesus over everything. She says, but sharing the real stuff is a gift we offer to each other because it is something we need and crave. So it wouldn't be bad to push ourselves a bit. And then she says later, but real is what makes us live without a facade or the complications of having to wonder if people accept the true us. Real is what changes people. It is what makes them decide they are willing to give Jesus a try. Real is what makes a story preach us a lifestyle sermon that sticks. Real heals us on a day that everything's too, everything seems too perfect for us to fit in. If we aren't willing to be vulnerable and if we aren't willing to be real about what actually goes on in our heart, in our minds and in our homes and in our lifestyles, how are we going to expect the person beside us is going to share their real, that they're going to get vulnerable, that they're going to share their real stuff, the icky moments, the hard moments, the moments that they want to break and how, if we don't do this together, are we going to hold up the other person? How are we going to hug them, hold their hand and tell them it, we will get, they will get through, but we are here for them to support them and love them and allow them to walk through whatever it is they're walking through or the change that needs to happen. And, you know, a story is, I remember years ago, you know, I was with a couple girlfriends and one of them shared this moment they had with their kids and they were an older, older child, like I think a teenager. So not, not a little kid. And they got really ticked at their son. And I think they were kind of hitting, when I say hitting, I don't mean abusively hitting them. Kind of, they were going up the stairs and the son was ahead of her and she was kind of smacking at his back, you know, just kind of like this, like, Hey, 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 you know, don't talk like that. But when she shared it, the point is she was being vulnerable and sharing a moment that happened to her when she was at her wits end with her teenager. What do you think happened? The rest of us, because it was a close group of friends, we trusted each other already. We shared our worst mom moments. But if one of us wasn't brave enough to be vulnerable, that moment, those conversations would not happen. I regularly have times with girlfriends. Sometimes it's out and so we don't get as deep in its bigger groups. But there's other times during the year that I get together with a smaller group of girlfriends, normally in our pajamas, you know, just pajamas, not even, you know, like bras and all the things, right? It's just comfy, comfy, just us, no, no husbands. And we get to talk real talk, right? We might talk about what we're having a difficult time with. It might be in a marriage. It might be with one of our kids. It might be, um, you know, women issues, whatever it is. But then we can get real. We can talk the truth. We can get into the nitty gritty and we can all be like, oh, sister, I'm so there with you. And sometimes one of us is walking through something the rest of us have never experienced. We can still be there for each other, showing up just to be beside them or give them a hug, send them words of encouragement, tell them this has to be so hard and that we don't necessarily understand, but that we can be there to support them. We can be there for when they're going to break or when they need a break from whatever it is they're going through, right? Maybe they need a, an hour to not think about it. 
So this is how we do real life with other people. This is how we do real life with friends. We have to get vulnerable. We have to be willing to turn. What I'd also say about this is I'm not saying that the moment that you're connected to some people that you have to share it all, spill all the beans. This is a process, right? We slowly get to know someone. We slowly give them more trust, you know, as far as being an advisor to us, a close friend, whatever it might be. It's over time that we know who the people are that are the loyal people, the ones that we can um, know are going to be there for me, for us in times of need or hardship or struggles. And also to celebrate us, right? And to lift us up and to pray for us, all these things. So I just want to encourage you both in your friendships and to keep putting the time and the work into friendships. Don't wait until you have time because one of the most important things is relationships. Of course, if you have a spouse and children, those, but we also need friends. We do need friends. So I don't want to discount how important having people around you that you can go to and you can rely on is. And I think a lot of women in their 30s, 40s, maybe even 50s have paused a lot of friendships or not put a lot of effort into it. And I would encourage you, make the time for friendships. Okay. And I want to share the scripture with you as well about friends. It's Proverbs 27, 9, and it says, the heartfelt counsel of a friend is as sweet as perfume and incense, right? And the more we put into friendships, the more we care about them and we build each other up, these are such a treasured gift. So don't take it for granted. Put in the time and the love and the care, and they will keep blossoming like flowers that you can smell that gorgeous aroma and scent and beauty. So keep on keeping on doing real life with people around you. And I get it. Sometimes it's hard to make new friends, especially if we've moved or something else, but you can have friends from afar and over time you can make friends, but you have to be willing to be vulnerable and put yourself out there to make new connections and over time grow them. The last thing I'm going to leave you with is there is a great book by Jenny Allen called Find Your People and it's Building Deep Community in a Lonely World. But in the book, she shares a little bit about how many hours, there's research done on this um, by other people, how many hours it takes to make an acquaintance and then take an acquaintance to a friend and then a friend to a closer friend and then to the, like your most inner circle. But the point is having friendships and especially best friends, very close, close confidants, it takes a lot of hours. It takes a lot of time. But I'm telling you, carve time into your schedule to make it happen because it is one of the most valuable resources you have in your life. I promise. I spend a lot of time on this and I assure you that it is worth the effort and the time and the investment. So here's to doing real life with the people around you and finding people that are your tribe. Thanks again for listening. And if you would like to be encouraged and lifted up, I have a seven-day encouragement challenge. If you'd like to sign up, go to faithfueledwoman.com and just enter your email address and you will be sent seven days of Christian encouragement and inspiration to your inbox. Thanks again for listening to Faith Fueled Woman. If you enjoyed the show, we would love it if you would share it with a friend. And if you would leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts because it helps us get discovered by more people to spread more hope in the world. Thanks again for listening in.